Open with Tea podcast. <laughs> So, um, I'm happy for you. Yeah, thank you, man. I appreciate it. You're welcome. I haven't seen you. What was the last time I saw you? Probably. I think when we went Wingstop, which is what? Was that maybe... this year? Nah, it was last year. What, like November? Which is wild. I want to say maybe it was towards the end of the year. I was supposed to see you for your, I think, your graduation party. Um, but I had to, I went, I was but I was going to come and then I won tickets to a show and then they were like, oh, you have to come here and collect them. Mm. So I had to go and then I was trying to come like afterwards, but it just it wasn't working. But our wing cool. thing, I think, was before that. So I think it was maybe Sugar. actually summertime Madness. or something. It's been a, it's been a minute, you know. Um, this is how time flies, you know. Honestly, I'm actually clocking like that's why you know people older who say, Oh, yeah, time fly to the what's that, bro? That's yeah, flying. <laughs> and COVID hasn't helped either. It's like we can't even go out. No, it hasn't. And now with all the new restrictions again, like yeah. I mean, people are still going to go out and stuff, but the months have actually just been going by like it's insane. Like but, the so Monday, yeah. so it drops on Monday, so yeah, that's the day mm-hmm. that you can only link up with six people. People are making yeah, jokes. <laughs> people are making jokes on social media saying that, oh, NSG, they can't even make a music video. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's crazy. But I guess for us and the listeners, you know, it's just about protecting ourselves, protecting our minds in that, you know, mental health. Yeah. We spoke about that on the last episode. And mm. um, yeah, just looking after ourselves. Um, yeah. So today I have you on that within kind of, even introduced you um but as you can see you know this is someone that is uh one of my friends um i met her kind of weirdly through social media at first which is kind of weird to say now but yeah um went to uni together and mm. thankfully we've been able to keep the friendship um into our adulting lives so would you like to introduce, introduce yourself to the people Yes, hey, so my name is Tommy, um, oh, it's weird how I'm doing this introduction, but yeah, I'm super excited to be here with, you know, Adulting with T, someone who I listen to on a weekly occurrence, or bi-weekly. bi-weekly. come on, I'm going to drop some bombs, I'm going to drop some yeah. bombs for you. Oh, okay, okay, but yeah, no, um, yeah, uh, I don't know, how do I even talk? talk about myself I do this often but sometimes when people ask me I'm like how do I even say let's yeah. say imagine yeah. somebody doesn't know you like Ooh, who's, who's, okay. Tommy? Who, who's Tommy right now who's Tommy uh, that's a very good question now nah, okay so I'm Tommy um I'm almost 25 um my birthday's coming up soon so my age will change um I am a content creator so I create content on YouTube I also run a like semi-content um, accounts so on Instagram so I have my main one which I do promote my YouTube and everything on that but I have another one which I'm trying to segue 
all my media onto that and make my personal account personal. Um, I tried TikTok, you know, it's not for me. <laughs> you tried it? How did, I tried how, it. How was it? It was all right. You know, I think at the beginning of lockdown, I needed something to dance. I needed, I just wanted to kind of be with the kids, you know. Yeah. And then when you're on the app, you just consume so much and everything's so fast. Like everyone's doing Renegade one week and then next week is the Savage remix. I'm a Savage. Next Bougie, yeah. Ratchet, yeah. Sand. <laughs> 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 so it's, just, it's, yeah, it just, um, it's a lot to keep up with the trends and everything today. But yeah, I create content. I have a media background. So I studied photography at uni. Um, and currently right now I work for a media charity teaching young people how to make YouTube videos. And I work closely in partnership with YouTube um, and some other partners as well um, doing so. But yeah, what can I say? I've got to share the knowledge with the generation of today. That's sick. And that's something, you know, it's kind of like the ethos of this podcast um, me sharing kind of things I'm learning and getting people on to share their stories as well. Um, so if you're interested in what Tommy just mentioned, you can follow her on her YouTube ta- channel. Um, could you tell them your channel name? Yeah, my channel name. So if you type in my name, Tommy Ojo, T-O-M-I-O-J-O on YouTube, it should come up. But the actual name is simply Tommy Ojo. So if you type that up, that should come I really set that name when I was young and now it's stuck. Yeah. <laughs> but that's, that's not that's fine, to be honest. It, at least it wasn't bad. all bad girl underscore 25. <laughs> it's not like, well, girl like T <laughs> underscore 1995. Yeah. But, or, you know, 2K17 and mm, all of that stuff. Yeah, that yeah. Can't, can't bring that into the working world. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, you know what? Luckily, oh, like, past me thought about the future. Um, but yeah, that's that's my YouTube, and then Instagram and Twitter is just Tommy underscore Ojo, and then you'll find links to my other um, my other Instagram is Tommy dot tries. So I need to actually push that more. But Sick. yeah. So the popular question this season, you already know what it is, but I'll explain it to anybody that this is their first time listening. This is the Don't With Tea podcast. Um, so we asked all the listeners this one question this season, which has been, when was the first time you realised you were an adult? Oh, okay. So I feel like there's been many times. Um, I think when I moved back home from uni and I started working like instantly, I think that was already a segue, but I actually had a job before uni. So I already had that type of independence. But when I first realized that I was an adult is I think when it comes to food shopping now that I was so used to just letting my mum go to the shops, you know, buy everything for the house and come back. Now it's a weekly routine that I'm up in the mornings going with her, you know, picking up the shopping, paying my part um, towards, you know, what we eat and consume. And it's a weekly thing, you know. I used to just wake up and food would be downstairs and you just pick out whatever then. Yeah, now I have yeah. to go and shop for this. Now I have to cook meals for the family. Like it's, I'm not just cooking for myself. Or even when you want to order something out, you can't just order yourself and that's it. Like yeah. you have to open the app or whoever you're calling and then go around the house and say, oh, you know, does anybody want anything? You're secretly hoping they'll say, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> then someone will say, yeah, yeah, what are you having? Let me yeah. have a look. So... But yeah, that, I think that's something about adulting or, you know, just growing up that we forgot or we didn't kind of consider 
when we were younger. The fact that, yes, with independence, with freedom, we can do all these things, but there's a lot of responsibility that comes with it as well. Mm, I think just, yeah, with with responsibility, you know, I think we, we feel so, we have to make sure that, you know, we're responsible for our own actions, but you're also being responsible on, on behalf of your family, household. You know, you don't want to put yourself in a situation that people will know, oh, is this the type of, you know, family that you come from? Or, um, you know, kind of like your your upbringing. But, um, yeah, I, I want to be responsible. I want to be a responsible young adult, but sometimes you don't even know exactly what that is because people my age are at different levels to where I'm at. And then there's people that are, so grown and so much like at the same age to me like I know a few people that have got their own mortgage you know wow. they've got kids so I know somebody from my secondary school some girl from my secondary school got married last week wow. so whereas like I'm here living at home <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. just under my family's roof like obviously I have a job and everything and obviously I'm grateful for having a job and then there's some people that have come out of uni and still are just, you know, trying to get by or at least trying to find something that works for them massively. And with this whole lockdown now, you know, I know some people that um, are really struggling. One of my friends who was working as a um, assistant manager in a restaurant got made redundant and now she's just doing waitressing just to make ends meet. Mm -hmm. So it's just, it's crazy. But like we have that responsible mindset that we need to kind of look after ourselves. I think this generation that we're at now we're very forward thinking we're very we need to do this for us I don't I think previous generations were very used to their family kind of paving the way for them and then they would take their time and baby step in but you know now even when it comes to education you know a lot of people are not feeling that pressure that they have to go to uni and then get a job it's like actually I could just make money now or start an apprenticeship or something but yeah there's so much kind of opportunities out there that there weren't before um like what you said about the apprenticeships like I have a younger sister she's telling me that oh Tony these um I can do a degree and um getting paid at a job at the same time whereas Mm. kind of the the traditional thing was get go to university get the degree then start working it's like we can do things differently now and then we have okay how even in this current period technology is continually advancing as well. So even though we may be in stable um, careers or jobs, I always see like technology and stuff like that as, you know, the future in terms of things are always in a state of change. We just don't realise it because we're in it. Yeah. If you you really deep it. Um, So at your stage now, you mentioned something that was quite interesting that although you have people at the same or similar ages, there seems to be different levels of everybody's experiencing different levels of probably independence. Like you, one of my friends yesterday told me that two of her friends are now engaged. Her whole mm. circle is getting booed mm. up, you know, leaving the game. Um, so outside of ma- marriage, outside of relationships, I don't know. What do you, do you kind of, how does that make you feel? Does that make you, feel good does it make you feel bad like how do you take this sort of change that's happening so quickly I mean I it was about it was bound to happen but I think when we were younger so I always said this I even said this to my girls this weekend um 
that we would joke and be like, oh, when I'm 25, I'm going to be married and I have my kids here and I'll just be like, you know, content because that's what we envision life would be, that you would finish uni, you would get a job instantly, then you fall in love, then you get married, kids, and it just, it falls into place. And actually, like, life is so surprising and so interesting. And um, I'm happy for people that I know that, you know, are in long-term relationships, that are getting engaged, that are getting married, that are having kids. Sometimes I'm thinking, well, like, am I trickling behind because I'm kind of being a bit more career focused and, and, you know, not being selfish and put myself first, but I kind of just want to make sure I'm stable enough before I then, you know, semi give up my career to have a family, to start mm. a family. Because kids are expensive, boy. Hey, now, kids, <laughs> Nappies, yeah, bro. I, don't even nappies. begin because... You know what? Because so one of my I went to a um, gender reveal party last week because one okay. of my um, my closest like so I've got a circle of friends from who um, I met in school and we're all really close to it's like ten of us mm-hmm. um, in this circle of friends. I mean we have some outsiders, but two people have babies, so this is the third baby in the group now. Wow! Um, and when I was there, I was just I was saying to her like, oh, like how is it? You know, and she's like, yeah, it's expensive. Like we got to buy all this and that and me and my friend gifted her like a baby set. Mm-hmm. It said like zero to six months. I was like, oh, bear in, you know, these kids just wear these clothes like once and then that's it. And they're too big for it now. And I'm just thinking. Yeah. They have the wow, cheek to be like, growing every single day. Exactly. Every day. Why you buy like you you buy like a nice cute set, you know, sometimes you get those, <laughs> con- those Converse socks, those little, the little Converse trainers, like little uh-huh. hat. You can put them in one day, take a picture. The next day it's too small. And you're just like, wow. It's just crazy. Like kids are money. Like you and you'll never be prepared. Or I mean, obviously, if you're like billions and billions of rich or anything, you'll have the money to just keep on buying stuff. But I think in this time now, it's really important to kind of mentally say, "Are you prepared to you know have that as a finance?" Because not only are you like financially looking after yourself and your partner, so obviously you're coming together and you know putting your finances. Now you have to bring you're bringing a new life in, but that new life is going to take a lot of your money. And I, as a woman, I always think you know we're the ones that go on maternity leave for a whole year, and the men go on paternity leave for usually like what two weeks plus, yeah, or sometimes weeks, any, yeah, which weeks. is crazy. But so they're bringing that it, it turns to one income, and obviously on de- depending on where you work, your maternity leave can vary in in how much you get paid and etc some places don't even do a year some places are saying look we can give you like two three months but if you want to be getting money coming in you have to come back to work and it's like you have to balance all these other things but it's just having that mentality and having those conversations and being like are we ready to do this even when it comes to weddings my goodness the amount of conversations I've spoken about weddings and I'm just like do I even want a big wedding anymore because we grew up with the idea of having a big wedding and you know celebrating with all your friends and family and your aunties and uncles that they always like do you remember me yeah the big white wedding um, when you are here, both exactly. Nigerian, or you have the trad, everybody yeah. be doing up gelly, spraying exactly. you American you do, dollars. Yeah, um, you got to do the cultural one, then you got to do the the English traditional one after, and then then there's the honeymoon, and then and then also with our culture as well, like this, like you also are not living together, so as. as um, whilst you're financing a wedding, you're also trying to find a place to live. Or, you know, exactly. if you've done it beforehand, you kind of secured one spot or you'll be moving on into someone, your partner who happens to be living on their own at the moment. Like, that's a benefit. For, but most people that I know, 
they've you know have got married and then had to find a place so there's wedding fees so bear in mind let's put two wedding fees not even one two wedding fees then we got honeymoon then we got house and the next thing you know you're like oh yeah let's have then you got the pressure to from your families well oh, when you're having kids like yeah. have we even finished paying the bill from the first wedding yeah. <laughs> but um you know it's crazy because the way that I think about my future and, and finances is so different to how I had envisioned my life to be like I'm willing to wait and to really secure myself and and to be somewhat stable enough to be like I can do all this and you know invest in it but I'm also now willing to change the traditions to change traditions you know cut down my wedding have a smaller wedding you know mm. and just and and take time because if I have a smaller wedding means I have more money to put towards financially a house and nobody wants to buy a house or you know rent somewhere and you're only going to be there for a couple of years and you have to move again like yeah. I would want to get married and then buy like a family home instantly so then I know at least I can start a family and and raise some kids there unless until we need to move and get bigger space and and you don't think of you like it's crazy that you think about that type of structure now but man it's just wild (laughs) at the end of the day because I've had like a a lot of the things you've said I've been thinking about these well I always think Mm -hmm. about them anyway to be honest I don't really need an excuse to (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, there's another story anyway yeah um yeah basically what you're talking about is self-investment and you have the confidence to say look this is where I am this is where I want to be yes there are these social ideals or whatever but I'm going to make my own decision and I'm happy to deal with the consequences when it comes to things like uh, weddings and stuff, again, like we both said, um, I'm Nigerian. I kind of know what the expectation of me, especially me being the only um, boy um, out of um, all of us in my immediate family um, are going to be. But I understand that, you know, these things take money and money doesn't grow on trees. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't discovered that they do. So until they do, I have to move in a kind of in a smart manner to be honest um after the marriage do you want to be going back living in a a state where you can't live with the person you've married probably not if you do want to have kids um aren't they gonna uh, need some sort of trust fund or um do you yourself even have life insurance or um personal pensions these are the things i'm really deep in that rust like before all of that there has to be certain things in place and it all comes down to self-investment. Um, again, a lot of young people, they may be interested in um, property or getting onto the property ladder um, before I even kind of managed to say, okay, cool, I have plans to move out. I thought to myself that, raw, I don't have enough knowledge. Like I'm ignorant to a certain extent on this thing that I eventually want to tick off, be it be a homeowner. So I went out, I went out with my friends, I went to different events in London and stuff like this um, to actually fill that void. And the reason I'm talking about self-investment is because, or speaking about it so passionately, is because I've come to the realisation that self-investment is never wasted. You can never say that, oh, you know, Tommy, I think I spent too much time investing in myself. You know, nobody has mm. ever said that. <laughs> mm, so um, no, nobody again. has ever said that. And you know, this is why the, this podcast is here um, in itself as an example. I remember um, when I was in um, college, Haven Sixth Form, I would way, record way, yeah, way back. <laughs> I, I would record like um, voice notes to myself, like um, 
telling myself, oh yeah, just keep going, blah, blah. Um, Cause I was struggling with like essay writing and constructing sentences and all this type of stuff. So anytime I would get good feedback, I would really gas myself and be like, right, okay, look, T, look, this is what, this is what you've got today. You know, don't be, don't be, and now the same kind of, um, kind of, I don't know, technology or the same ideas or the same kind of passion or direction I'm now fueling into this platform. And now other people are, are listening into something that um, is essentially just something I've invested in, um, just invested in my time. When we talk about self-investment, it can be, yes, money, but it can be time and it can be energy. So when we're choosing to invest in ourselves, if we don't have the money, we'll probably have the time and although this adulting life is hard, we'll, we can summon the energy because if we don't invest in ourselves, how we can how can we even think uh, that oh, other people, even a partner or just friends are going to invest in us? You know, we have to see the value within ourselves. So be it relationships, be it property, be it career aspirations. I don't think self-investment is ever a bad thing. Mm. Did we? Did everyone just catch all of that? Because the gems that was just dropped. Wow. Yeah, where's my, that, where's my notebook? <laughs> where's my notebook? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's the truth, you know. But it's it at, at the same time, it's, it's not easy. I think it's very mm-hmm. um, important to be honest and maybe share kind of maybe our experiences with self investment that haven't been haven't gone the way they they potentially um the ways in which kind of we thought we would be or or go down do you get what i mean Mm. have Mm. you got any examples yeah i mean so when we talk about self-investment it's one thing that i i didn't do a lot of like prior maybe it's probably kicked up again the last year or so but we always do things for other people which is which sounds funny but hear me out hear me out (laughs) so like going to uni is always probably a topic of a conversation that you could always talk about because a lot of people that I know as parents are like you know go to uni you know get that degree you'll get that job and way back like if I could reverse the decision actually I probably wouldn't because my uni experience still got me to a lot of places anyway but I didn't know what I wanted to study to uni before I applied so I was very just like, what can I do that I know I can study for three years and get a degree in? And, you know, media, I'm good. Like, I'll big myself up and say I'm good at media. And I studied photography. But, I mean, I thought I wanted to be a photographer back then. I do not now because it's just I don't think you need to have a degree in that and then to get a job. It's definitely about self-promoting and and, and investing in yourself. And, and I didn't do that. I kind of just followed the, the story. Like, okay, I'll go to uni. I'll just listen to what the lecturers are telling me and I'll just do what they want but I should have been taking my own images I should have been creating my own portfolio doing my own shoots and building my own brand and I was kind of following the stigma and then coming out of that when it comes to because I was um yeah when it comes to just like post education status so obviously some people might do further education I was done when I my agree my <laughs> when my degree was done and dusted yeah. um and I just went straight into work because I was so ready to be done with that degree that I went straight into work and I didn't really actually take time to like really dig into my craft like I know a lot of people that 
you know, when they finish uni, they have like a couple months, you know, to kind of ease back into no uni life, going back home and everything. The, I remember this so clear. I handed in my last assignment on a Friday and I started a full-time job on the Monday. Wow. So there was no in transition. And out, no, in, no transition. Literally, I said, here's the degree and now here's my employment. Wow. <laughs> and to this day, I wish that I didn't do that because I think the pressure of not doing as great as I could do in my um, degree, I just thought, okay, let me just throw myself into work because then at least I can earn a living and, and start to help out my family and, you know, start to put money away for my future. But I wasn't really thinking about myself and, and what would actually make me happy in that time. So I went for working. I worked the summer. I think this, this is the summer when me and you was working together and I was, <laughs> I was your boss. <laughs> <laughs> she was my boss. <laughs> I was paying this check. <laughs> Which I find so bizarre because we really did our summer job together. We were on the um, same level, but yeah. I, um, I worked up the chain in that company and, and got a, like a more like office based role. Yeah. Um, but anyway, hey, those summers were lit, man. Those summers were it lit. It was. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was really watching the video. This is out of context for people who are listening, but um, we used to play a game called In the Rhythm, and boy, uh, yeah, it shout was. <laughs> I was just thinking about all the many nights that we used to play that and we'd play it in front of the the group of kids and they'd be like, what is this? And some of them couldn't get on the beat. But anyway, before I digress. Yeah, yeah. No, good times. <laughs> good times, good times. But yeah, going back to um, yeah, working. So I was just, I, I wanted to work because I wanted to save money to then be able to save for a future but then also to look after myself and to pay like towards my mum when I was moving back home. And um, helping out my sister with just like some money monthly and everything. And but even though I was like so tired of work and I moved back home and then I worked full time in the London office, it got to a point at that job where I was like, I'm not happy here and I need to actively take time out for myself and actually figure out what I wanted. I remember I quit that job without having another job lined up. Scary. I know I wouldn't recommend it. Um, And I had four months of unemployment. And I, I mean, I was doing odd bar shifts to obviously make some ends meet. But that four months, I cannot lie to you, was the best four months of my life because I got to sit back and and sit to myself and say, what do I want? What do I want to invest in? Who do I want to be? What career do I want to look into? Like, who am I as a person and, and what will make me happy? Because I just took the first job that was offered to me, really and truly. Like, I didn't actually research what role I wanted. I just said something in media communications and a communications officer role came up and I was doing social media and you know emails and marketing bits and stuff but it wasn't what I wanted but I mean when they're throwing a a full salary at you for the first time you know you want to take it because there's people that are like applying left right and center but I managed to you know have a good word with a previous manager of mine who then recommended me for this role and then I didn't even have to do a proper interview or anything I think I had a phone call um, and then they offered me the job via email like the next day and I was able to start pretty flexy as well um but that four months just made me self-reflect and invest in myself and say okay you know what one you're not going to take a job that you're not going to be happy with two you're not going to settle for you know a lesser salary or uh, the same you're going to strive for something higher because you know your work ethic and you know your your work mentality that you can 
you can you can you know you deserve to earn a little bit more on the end because you know <laughs> that's me yeah. i deserve it <laughs> yeah. and the um, man is gonna take his cut as well exactly so. but you, we don't more. talk about <laughs> We don't talk about the tax man like that because every month, you know, oh, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's peak. But yeah. anyway. Shout out, shout out, Parliament. Please move us. Oh, the day when they started taking out my student loan, I said, no, I'm not ready. But they've changed the, um, the threshold of that now. So I think that's stopping again. Anyway, um, yeah, I just, I said to myself, I, I wrote down like a list of things. I created a vision board and I was like, these are things that I want to do and I want to manifest and invest in myself. And, you know, it took, it took some time to kind of get the ball rolling, but it got there. You know, I started opening doors for myself. I started socializing and, and making those like conversations happen. I always say to people when I'm work um, that I meet at work, you know, when you're going to a networking event, yes, it's scary. To this day, I don't even like networking because it's so hard to walk up to somebody and just start talking to yourself. But when you kind of know the atmosphere and you, somebody introduces you to like a conversation, just put your, your yourself there, you know, let them know who you are because that could be a future contact mm. that you will reach out to one day. And I, and during this lockdown, I like, I reached out to a few people and was just like, Hey, you know, remember when we met at this event, just wanted to kind of have a conversation on email and, you know, and just open that door because this, this world that we're living in, everything is who you know and not just what you have on your cv like i honestly feel like most workplaces don't look at cvs they look at recommendations or you know yeah. do you know the person have you seen their work ethic um and you have to invest in yourself to get where you want to go um but yeah it's 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 a wild one because you want to obviously make sure that you're investing yourself in the right places and what i love about our relationship is that we talk about we've talking about finance quite a lot which is like, <laughs> yeah which is crazy you know who would have thought back in the day um i, I wouldn't know i wouldn't have actually thought that ra will still be friends and have this sort of relationship uh, type of things like because you never know in it like it's even, true you know i'll see you at uni hi 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 bye like, hey, hey, whatever what's or, we were what's it we were both at one point ambassadors remember yeah, we were student ambassadors yeah, together. Yeah, but like even that, we weren't even, but then, okay, we got that, that summer job and it's just like, okay, mm. cool. And yeah, it's, it's good, isn't it? I think in it touch. Yeah, but you know what? Like, I think what also kept us in touch and close is because we we found out whilst working, we actually live quite close to each other. We went to the same college. We didn't, <laughs> we didn't know. Um, but yeah. I was saying that we lived locally, we went to the same um, college without even realising, obviously went to the same uni, Um, and we actually had quite a few friends in, I mean I can't even list names now, but there was people that we both knew, Um, so I think there was a lot of, there was a lot of common ground to keep our relationship going, but it all changes when, you know, you you leave uni. I left uni a year before you did. Yeah. Um, and but we still kept in contact, like just vaguely here and there. But I remember I saw you at summer ball that one time. Yeah. Uh, we were, <laughs> I wasn't expecting you to see you there at all. Anyway. Yeah, I wasn't expecting to see you there. 
<laughs> look, as the summer ball holds, has me every year, I was always going back. Um, that was my last one, though. But yeah, um, we and then we also we, we planned to go out for dinner that one time, which we did, yeah. and that was a really nice conversation. We just we yeah. spoke and just it we was spoke it a lot about what we were kind of speaking earlier on, actually. Yeah, about kind of that was when you were kind of just got into the working world after uni, literally, kind so, of like settling in. Yeah, I think it was like more, maybe like post six months or just under after I had graduated and I had, um, I was working full time in London and we've always had this relationship where like, as we can banter and have fun and talk about, you know, like just general stuff, but the serious topics, you know, about, you know, financial freedom, you know, adult adulting, um, finance, you know, relationships, you know, friends, like everything the way that we have these like in like in-depth conversations are so beneficial because I really go back um and just think about like what you said from a male's perspective because mm. it's always it's always nice talking to a girl you know you can kind of be like oh yeah same like exactly I was I'm not crazy like this is how I feel but when you hear like a men's perspective especially on things that you wouldn't generally talk about day to day it's yeah. so like refreshing to be like you know, we're on the same wavelength, we're on the same track, like, we both want to do, you know, we want to look after ourselves in the future, and it's, and it's nice to have that, like, I don't chat to everyone about finance, and, and moving house, and all that stuff, like, there's a, there's a, like, elite club, <laughs> you've made the elite club. Oh, thanks, man, <laughs> I appreciate it. That's <laughs> no, okay, but, like, I do, those are, like, serious things to me, because that's, like, that's my future, and I'm, I'm, I'm looking to somebody to get like advice and opinions and how did you do it? You know, where shall I start? Or, you know, what can, what can I share with you? Cause it is another way of networking. You know, we're sharing a common ground, but also providing resources and links. I mean, you've sent me like quite a lot of like, you know, banking talks to go to or like, yeah, um, I have a habit of that. <laughs> yeah, no, I love it though. Don't get me wrong. Don't get, Cause we were supposed to go to one together, but I really fumbled the bag still. Um, but, you know, the article, you sent me articles before, you sent me PDF files, like those things, like I really do put on my computer and save and and store for future readings. And I appreciate people like that because not only are they looking out for their own interests, but they're also wanting to share with the community. Like I could be like, you know, getting my own house and um, and going through all that process. And then somebody I know is like, oh yeah, I want to try, but I'm not sharing like how I did it that's quite selfish not in I mean depending on what you're sharing of course but like if I knew how to get on the property ladder like this and here's a way of you getting in like I would definitely you know give you that door to open and be like try this you know have a look and I I do this with um with other people when it comes to finance like another friend actually messaged me yesterday and she was checking her credit score and she was like oh my god like I changed it I put my credit scores home because she owns a house with her boyfriend and then she sent it to me and she was like, this is amazing. And like, our oh, credit score's gone so much. And then I sent her, I was like, listen to this financial podcast, follow this account on Instagram. Like if you want to be cutting money and, you know, being resourceful and, and looking after your credit score and, and having that secure um, security, like here's, here's stuff to get you going. Like, so I, w- I wouldn't have just met, like replied to her and said, oh, well done, you know, claps for you. Because I mean, my credit score is not great at the moment. So for her telling me this stuff, it's also helping me out because it's like, I should actually be looking into this. The amount of times people said to me that I need to get a credit card. I know I need to, I just can't be bothered to do it. Um, but like, they're pushing me because it's like, not because I just need to get one and splurge and then pay it back. But 
it's really going to build up my credit history. So when I want to go to the bank and say, look, I want a mortgage for this house that I found, they're going to be able to do that check. So people are looking out for me that way and they're, and they're wanting me to take that step. So I appreciate that. And I appreciate our relationship because we do that for each other. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sick. Do you think, has it been easy for you to um, kind of see your friendships grow in that realm? So you're going through so many different things. You're growing, you're maturing each year that you're kind of learning new sides of you or, you know, your, your likes, your dislikes, you're starting to have more serious conversations, be it about finance, be it about, you know, all the things you want in your career, etc. relationships, how to navigate that realm, self-investment. Has it been easy, organic, or even difficult to see your friendship circle mature with you along that path? It's been half and half, you know. I've there's been a lot of people in my life that one I've had to let go, and two, it's and like you know, you know your people that, that ride with you that want to be doing the best, like they want the best for you as much as you want the best for them. There's a lot of people that I thought that you know was going to be my new ride or die people from uni, and I've let a lot of people go. Funny enough, because they're not on the way like they're very much like I'm just going to cruise through life and do this and 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 that's great on their side because if they want to do that and and they are very happy and sustainable like that then fine but then when I'm you know going out and trying to get a new job and do or like trying to you know look for an apartment or at least just furthering my future I all feel like I'm it comes to me I feel like I'm doing so much and they're not doing anything and we're not we're not understanding each other because there's people that I know that have been stuck in the same job like four or five years now, constantly telling me, oh, I don't like it here, you know, like, I don't, I don't, I don't. So, but I'm like, well, then do something about it. Like, if you're not happy, nothing stops you from just opening your computer and browsing and having a look and, and seeing what else might be up, out there for you. For me, I'm very like, if I don't like something and I'm, you know, not happy, I can't be doing this day in and day out. And like, I've, I've swapped jobs not a lot okay before I incriminate myself please future employers I don't swap jobs like this <laughs> I'm good <laughs> my CV's got good history um I'm very much like I know that I can do one year somewhere and then after one year I might start to like kind of have my eye and just and just be you know observant but it doesn't mean that I'm actively looking so like when I left um my it's hard because my summer job with NCS then turned into a full role full-time role um but then when I left there I knew that the the next job I was like I honestly see myself at a job for one year and then if I move up then I'll stay again or if I'm still at the same role then you know I'm also going to be just looking at potentially what else could be out because I like a challenge I like to change I like to switch up, you know, my roles and the type of workload that I'm doing and the people that I work with quite a lot, which is crazy um, because I know some people that have been like in their jobs like five, six, seven, eight years. And I'm like, how have you stayed there so long? Like, have you not thought about wanting to do something different or are you just very comfortable? And I don't want to be comfortable and settle because then it becomes like a routine, a wake up, go to job, like come home to do it. Like I want to be going to work and be like, yes, I'm doing something new and exciting today. Um, and with the role that I have now, I generally do do that. And especially now that we're in lockdown, it's a completely new change that we're doing. So it's keeping it exciting during this time. 
but I I really don't admire people that settle and just think, you know what, I've got this going right now, even though I want something better, I'm just going to stay here and, and keep it safe because being safe honestly doesn't get you nowhere. Like, yeah, you have to take risks. You have to. And I, I took the risk of being unemployed and, and then finding a better job, a better job, you know, mentally, like paying, like financially, like act- like traveling, white, like getting into London and back was much more like simple you know and community wise the the work friends that I have like and it's so wild because I didn't think I'd be so close to people from work but these people are honestly my real real friends speak on it speak on it yeah like so compared to other jobs that I've had you know you just you you know you have your work friends you call them your friends but in your mind they're your work friends you see them at work that's it yeah but these work friends that I have now who are actually my real friends I I wouldn't even say I can't even say colleagues that's rude (laughs) we like go out we socialize together like I call my manager like pretty much every other day like whilst we're working but when she's like on leave like I'm texting her like how's your trip like you know what's going like we're sending pictures you know we're talk- we're we're so close and other people in my youth team as well like we talk quite a lot even people that have left that's that's a, a crazy people that have left the job I still talk to to this day like my wow. old manager who left a year ago I still message him um, my other colleague who left last like November still texted me the other day and said we need to meet up again and because we haven't seen each other in a while so I think it's so important that you're in that environment so um yeah I feel like I digress but <laughs> yeah it's, it's just important to kind of do to, to not settle and to do you know what works for you and to and to reach but okay going back I remember now it's about how my friends circles have changed yeah I just I've realized that you're growing you're constantly growing and it's very um it's very visual to see who grows with you and who doesn't and if you're not growing with me then I'm still going to be there for you if you need me and I'm happy to text with you but I then can't get also... out of here yeah. man. That's, that's what you're saying <laughs> just get out of <laughs> I mean not to put it bluntly but you need to put it bluntly but you know um, yeah no but don't hang about mate yeah hang exactly about. like you know uh, I'm driving you're waiting for the bus now I'm joking that's really <laughs> <laughs> but as in like I don't want someone weighing me down I don't want them to be like oh like, especially when it comes to job-wise, like, oh, you sure you want to look for something? Don't you want to just stay there and, you know, keep the money coming in and, you know, and just until, like, you're 100% sure. But you have to be, like, a risk-taker to find something better um, or to find something more challenging. But, um, yeah, like, I, I won't be weighed down by other people is what I'm saying at the end of the day. Like, if you're not coming with me and you're not levelling up with me, then you're going to have to watch me shine. And I hope that it doesn't come across to you as being boastful like oh you know she's always doing this and, and doing something better and but I hope it actually gets portrayed to you that actually she took that risk and went and it's paid off I've been sitting here in this job for two plus years saying I want to leave like I maybe I need to do it because there's better and I know somebody who I think worked at a job for like three years and she was like oh I don't know she's like I applied for this new one but I'm not too sure and then she got the role and she's like it's a much better job she's so much happier her yeah. hours are better and I'm like just have to take risks literally and I was like you told me like time ago that you were so scared of trying to find a new job and now look at yourself if you didn't take that risk you would still be in your past job and very unhappy and just and just being complacent and, and doing what the tax man wants you to do is just to earn the money and go but you know in this life that we live like us, our generation now, 
we will not be chained and shackled to a job that we're not happy. Yeah. We're it's very, not that, like, oh, we're, we're in one place and, oh, exactly. um, we're going to be there for 20 years. No, it's definitely not like that for us. No, no, we're generation. very much like, if I'm not happy, if my mental health is not doing well here, I'm gone. Yeah. And I think that's so, so important to, and employers need to know that now. Like, not everyone that, even though you're signing a three-year contract or a one-year contract or whatever, how long, you know, it doesn't mean that they're going to be there for that whole year. Yeah, that's might... why you have a contract in the first exactly. place. Because if things don't go the way they're supposed to be, then, you know, there's things in place to say, okay, look, this is the action that we're going to take. You know, life happens. You, mm. know, you can't always plan for everything. Exactly. Um, and what you've mentioned with kind of friends and friends changing and etc. I've experienced the same. Mm. And I saw this quote um, on social media saying, um stop planting i don't know stop planting certain plants or whatever and see the ones that that die or whatever mm. but they're basically saying it's kind of like if you take a step back and assess a situation or assess a relationship with someone and you may see that okay you're the only one putting energy in um for me kind of realizing that that had been the case in certain instances i just took a step back and my friendship circles changed my relationships change so that's one thing that i kind of look at and be like okay cool like you the fact that okay we've been friends for a minute now it's worked because i f- i throw so many things towards you but you also give me stuff back it's kind of like we're in a relationship that we're both getting something out of um on a friendship level which is great so that's one thing kind of i see or value in my friendships that i know okay with that we're probably going to move forward together. It may not be in the right, same direction, but we're moving forward to a positive place. Um, and that place can be parallel to each other, depending on what we're doing. What do you think is one thing that, I don't know, people listening should know that, okay, Tommy, this is one thing that she kind of thinks about or she definitely values in those relationships that she knows that she wants to have in the future when she has the house, when she has... Um, um that that even better career and uh that family set up what do you think that one thing is i i, I don't even know if i can put it into to one thing yeah or, or just tell, t- tell me just like what's on your mind yeah i mean i i think pe- a lot of people know that i'm driven that i'm very much like if i say i want something i'm going to i'm going to make it happen however long it takes or, you know, however short it takes, but I'm very much like, I have my mind focused on it. So if I'm saying that, look, I'm going to hold off, like, kind of getting into like a, not intense, that's that's, that's not the right word, into like a long-term relationship, because I don't think I'm ready to get married yet, like, or in a couple of years time, or, or I'm not even ready to have children or anything, you know, I'm, I'm, it's really hard to change my mind sometimes. And obviously, depending on the person I can come to a compromise and all that but um I think like I'm a go-getter and I I I have a vision I have my future vision in store so I want to see it to fruition and if it means I have to kind of go through these these hard roads or long roads or if you know I've got to lose some people down the way um I know that at the at, at the end and at the long roads at the end of it it will just be worth it like it, I don't even know if I'm if, if phrasing this correctly, but yeah, I just, I I have that tunnel vision and nothing is going to distract me from it, you know. 
sometimes I'm changing my mind a lot, but, and there's different roads. Like this lockdown has really opened my eyes so much because I saw 2020 completely different to how it's been. Like I, I realized that I cannot plan everything, which is a new thing mm. that I'm learning and an adapting I've definitely to learned that as well. because I really wanted to plan this whole year out from January to December, basically. And I had a lot of things mapped out and Corona was like, Mm-mm, not today. Not today. Um, but, I'm being adaptable and now I've actually sat back and thought a lot of things that I was like yeah I should look into this but I won't I'm now going to do that because time is short life is short and we have one life to live and I I need to make sure that I'm living my life independently first before then I kind of match up with yeah before I match up with somebody and and then we start living you know like are living our lives together very important that I tick off the things that I want to do independently because I don't want to be in a relationship with somebody and then thinking I've got to sacrifice my like personal goals because now we're together and I don't obviously Mm. want to cause any strain on that relationship um and and part of me like the the part of me now that is you know wanting to do a lot of independent living like I want to tick all that off so when I come together with someone I am like, okay, you know what? I've lived my life and now I'm ready to start a new life with you and we can start something new together. I don't want to be sitting there regretting I didn't do this. I didn't try and get that job. Like there was an offer that, you know, came through, but I said no because I, I don't want to li- like lose like the, mm. the um, I don't want to lose momentum on the relationship or anything. But yeah, I think just, yeah, I think I'm just, in I've got a new outlook on life I think that's what I can kind of summarize it as that a new outlook that benefits me benefits me in the future and then will satisfy me to the point where when I'm ready to kind of get get connected with somebody that I've achieved everything that I've wanted to and now I'm ready to achieve the new goals that that require having a partner to do so I like that we, we can we can wrap up this has been good this mm. has been really good um i've done a lot of listening and a lot of kind of reflecting in this which i've needed um so yeah it's always good to have people like yourself that i can reach out to and just have these conversations on here and of course off here as well which is good um any last things to say or to share yeah you know what i was thinking about this i think this this podcast this platform that you've created is so beneficial because not only are we having real life conversations not I mean not just us but you know with various people that have come up and just you actually speaking I think it's so important that people harness on the words that you're saying and that we have these open conversations I really treasure the conversation that you've had with your sister and I love those those episodes because you know that's they're real. real. Like, it's... There's there's no capping on this platform. No. If people don't know what that means, that means there's no lying. <laughs> there's no capping. It's like anything I say is like it's real. It may not be what I'm experiencing. It may not be. I'll leave that. You know. You know. Put a little bit of mystery there or whatever for mm. people that are pre. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's real, isn't it? It's real life. It's it's so real, and I think with the life that we are living now, like just take each day as it comes and don't say no to a lot of opportunities I mean I can't say don't say no in general because it's a thing that you might have to say no to but be optimistic be open 
you know, just put yourself first because there's been times where you forget to do that. Oh, what's the word? Big up yourself also. That's another thing because I really don't give myself accolades for the stuff that I've done. Like I've done big, big stuff and sometimes I would just brush it under the carpet and be like, yeah, yeah whatever. And like sometimes some accolades. I deserve all the accolades. Where's uh, how many <laughs> to give me my flowers? Because where's my flowers? <laughs> but um yeah, you know what? And just just be happy. Obviously, be sad if you need to be sad too, because that's okay. And I think that's something mm. that I, I've really taken into consideration this lockdown. That there's been days where I'm like, you know what, I'm just a bit sad today. Mm. And that's okay because you're processing things that have actually hurt you and upset you. And in order to yeah. get through that, you need to feel that way and move on. But there's so many things to say, but I just I love like these conversations and if you can find a friend or a partner or you know a colleague or anything that can have these sit type of sit down conversation with you really utilize it and harness it because they can say something that you thought you needed to hear and and they say it in a way that you're like wow like my ears have really opened up to this and I feel like mm-hmm. our friendship really does like open my ears and and I'm like okay like not only was I trying to tell myself this, but somebody also is justifying that it's yeah, exactly confirmed it. Yeah, you get that additional confirmation thing. Okay, you know what? I've said it, but somebody else has said it without me having to tell them to say it to me. And yeah. that just ticks the boxes right there. But that's what I'm dropping if you want to listen. Yeah. Hello, Jones <laughs> dropped. Um, and I can't, I can't add anything to it, to be honest. I think you've, you've ended it perfectly. Um, thanks again for coming on. I really appreciate it. Anytime. Um, Thank you for yeah. having me. Uh, Guys, thanks. I'm on the Adulting with Two podcast. What? Jeez. I'm going to add it to my TV yeah. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no worries. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. I've got, um, so basically, off of what you just said, like sometimes we have a bad day, sometimes we just need to feel sad. One of the ways that I'm kind of continually exploring to kind of express myself is through kind of uh, my poetry or spoken work or even kind of singing and stuff like that. Mm. So I'm, after this episode, I'm going to drop something um, on this platform and yeah, hopefully people can kind of uh, take it in and it'll help them along their way as well. Yes. we love to see a man of many talents. Come on. Come on. Uh, you know how it is already. A Dot and Tea <laughs> podcast. Keep it locked. See you later, guys.